0: Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to The Corbett Report. I'm your host, as always, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, and you are tuned into Solutions Watch, that regular weekly series where week in and week out, we look at the things that you can do to improve your life and help change the world for the better. And today we're going to look at a solution that is close to home, as in finding like-minded people and creating communities based around that. And I know that this is a topic that preoccupies a lot of people these days, because it is becoming more and more clearly evident that there is a dividing line that is being drawn uh, across the population right now, and on one side there are the people who are all on board with this agenda and will fervently uh, defend and enforce the various boundaries that are being created in the public right now, and then there are the people on the other side who believe in bodily autonomy and do not wish to be hemmed into various cages, uh, mental or literal, for their their own decisions of what to do with their body. I think you all understand what I'm talking about, um, but. If not, uh, you could take a look at my inbox where every day I'm receiving emails from people essentially asking the question, how do I meet like-minded people? I'm aware of what's going on. I'm uh, against what's happening, but everyone around me seems to be on board with this. What do I do to meet more like-minded people? It's a very, very good question and a very important question, increasingly so, as we step into this biosecurity state and it becomes more and more important that we find spaces of uh, like-minded people to interact with, not necessarily just for the social aspects of it, although that is a basic human need and thus very important, but also from the perspective of when the various mandates and uh, health passports and things start to go into place, do you have a community that you can support you and that you can help to support so that you can continue to survive as the economic dragnet starts to become more and more of a, a noose cinched around our necks to mix metaphors there. So this is obviously an important question. So the question is, how do we go about starting to meet people? Well, you may have heard that meeting people is easy before, but uh, perhaps increasingly difficult in this disconnected age in which we're living. So, of course, the first order of this question on in this online series where I've never met you in physical life and probably never will. How do we meet like-minded people in this day and age? Well, online, of course. So there are online solutions that are being preferred to this question of how to start meeting actual real people in real life. Um, And so there are, uh, I think, several sites that people should start to at least explore in that regard. And the first one that will come to mind for viewers of Solutions Watch is, of course, Freedom Cells, freedomcells.org, which I've obviously I've talked about before in the past, before Solutions Watch was even a regular series, but also as the first proper episode of the Solutions Watch series, we talked to John Bush about the Freedom Cells idea. And as I've stressed in the past, Freedom Cells is not the be-all and end-all and the only place and the only way that people can meet like-minded people, but it is a place that people can look for people in their area who might, might have similar interests and proclivities. So that is an example of how people can start reaching out and creating community. But there are other examples of websites that are trying to do something broadly similar. For example, you may or may not have heard of Unjected. Unjected, which was only started uh, earlier this year, is an app slash web web community um, that is based around meeting people who similarly value their bodily autonomy and have chosen not to receive the the injection um, so far for COVID-19. And if you were interested in meeting like-minded people, not only for dating, which is usually the way that this website is framed, it's a dating app, essentially, um, for the anti-vaxxers, as the MSM would call it. Well, not only in that regard, but also just for meaning of finding people in your community who share your own concerns and beliefs, uh, for example, for economic transaction or just for friends or just to form community groups. Um, That can also be done via Unjected. So uh, earlier today, I had the chance to talk to Shelby Thompson, one of the co-founders of Unjected, about Unjected, what it is, how it came together and what it seeks to do.
1: Uh, so it was uh, myself and then my uh, good friend uh, and then fellow mother, Heather Plyle. She lives here on Maui. Uh, we were um, just chatting one day and it kind of was initially when the vaccine rollout uh, really kind of started hitting home on social media and it was becoming so evident everywhere that, you know, everyone was kind of going like one way or the other. Uh, and, you know, we're kind of just chatting back and forth about how a lot of people don't want uh, a vaccinated partner, or they might not want, you know, a, a doctor that's vaccinated, or they just want to be able to relate people who are thinking on their same level. And it just kind of uh, spurred from there. And so we, um, initially had started with just the dating and friendships section and then it grew into the uh, community directory and we just created all sorts of different categories there for people you know to get you know, list their professions and uh, maybe find job opportunities because it seems like you know there's uh, so much scariness going on with the world these days uh, with these mandates and such and Uh, And then we had kind of introduced uh, a social feed aspect. And that's when everything got a little bit more tricky uh, with people, you know, sharing their opinions. But (laughs) but we've been holding strong so far.
0: Right. So um, for people who have never used Unjected, walk us through the process. What do you do? How do you sign up? And then what happens once you've signed up?
1: For sure. So, um, you know, when you go to the website or if you were to download from Google play, uh, you have the option to just create a profile using your email address. Some people want to be super private and they'll even just create like a, you know, a separate email account just for that. Um, or you can use your personal email. Uh, and then of course it will lead you to creating a profile. You can, Select that you're there for friendships, uh, dating, both. Um, We have different options like that, or you can um, skip making a profile and you can go over to the community directory and you can browse through any of the listings there. And then um, of course we have options if you want to just kind of like a Craigslist, you can go and add a listing yourself, uh, link it to your own website, uh, you know, anything like that. Offer coupons to people for (laughs) unvaxxed.
0: Shelby Thompson of Unjected at unjected.com. Seems pretty straightforward, doesn't it? An app slash website for meeting and finding like-minded people and connecting and finding employment or dating or friendships or community organizations. What what could possibly be wrong about that? Who could object to it? Oh, that's right. Our new big tech overlords who are increasingly trying to dictate to us who we can or cannot meet online, let alone what we can or cannot say. So, as an example of that, we can turn to Bloomberg from July 31st of this year. Anti-vax app squares off with Google, Apple, over misinformation, which talks about Unjected's travails uh, with the App Store, the Apple App Store, and the Google Play Store, um, which they have had their encounters with, as you might imagine, over the past month or two. Uh, for example, this article goes on to note: Google told Unjected on July 16th it had two weeks to remove the posts, social media posts talking about um, the mRNA injections and other such things, uh, from its app store or get booted off. We've had to walk a censorship tightrope, co-founder Shelby Thompson said, uh, Unjected Removed the social feed to get back in compliance on Google, on Google Play, but Thompson said she plans to restore it along with the flagged hopes and posts and hopes to stay under the radar. Other features on the app that remain active include matches, chat rooms, a community directory of unvaxxed friendly businesses, and a database where users can list their blood types. We're not trying to be harmful to society, said Thompson. We just want to exercise our freedom of choice." Apple removed the app from its app store after being contacted by Bloomberg News. In an email to Unjected, Apple said the app inappropriately refers to the COVID-19 pandemic in its concept or theme. Apple requires all apps related to COVID-19 provide credible health and safety information and only come from recognized entities, including government organizations, health-focused nonprofits, and medical or educational institutions. That's right. Only certain approved institutions can be allowed to provide any information about what is happening in this pandemic that we're living through right now. And anything that seeks to touch on that, even something that's... Just seeking to put you in touch with like-minded people must go through those gatekeeping bodies. Otherwise, no, no, no. So uh, the latest on that includes uh, this. Apple removes anti-vax dating app unjected from the App Store for inappropriately referring to the pandemic. The app's owners say it's censorship from businessinsider.com from August 1st of this year. And uh, the latest is that, yes, it is still not available on the uh, Apple App Store, but it is still available on the Google Play Store. But perhaps more importantly, as Shelby went on to d- uh, to stress as I was talking to her, the, uh, the app is not the be all and end all. They also have a website, so you don't have to use the app to access the services. Now, with all that being said, keep in mind, I've never used Unjected myself, so I make absolutely no claims or guarantees about it. But if there are people in the audience who have used it, who have experience with it, of course, I'm interested in the feedback about that. Um, but as always, as with all of these sites, Freedom Cells and Unjected and all of them, be careful with your personal information and don't give more personal information than you need to. And as always, as you'll remember from a previous episode of Solutions Watch, salt your data so that even if it were to get out there somehow, that it wouldn't be damaging um, to you directly or uh, personally identifiable. Um, that being said, there are many, many other examples of this that are popping up more frequently now, um, not just Freedom Cells, not just Unjected, but also thefreedompages.ca. If you happen to be in Canada and are looking for a social and business network for freedom-loving Canadians, then the thefreedompages.ca may be for you. They have categories for dating, employment, organization, services, social, buy and sell, events, food and drink, housing, and survival skills. And uh, in a message from one of the uh, the people putting the site together, I, uh, he informed me that the idea for Freedom Pages is a listing-style site where like-minded folks, businesses, and professionals can connect, post listings, DM each other, they can set flags such as respects, mask exemptions, etc. So, as you might imagine, this website, too, daring to try to connect like-minded people in this age in which we're living, is under censorship attack, of course, Uh, what else would you expect? So we can get this straight from Vice, that cool, trendy, edgy, teen-focused news site for the online generation that's mostly quarter-owned by the, the Mickey Mouse Corporation, which, by the way, had to say that its $400 million investment advice was a total waste and they probably never see any profit from it whatsoever. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. But anyway, uh, they had this up um, back on July 30th. Anti-vaxxers are building their own Craigslist to get away from the vaccinated. Some Canadian anti-lockdown activists are putting together a site that will be a one-stop shop for all their anti-vax needs. (laughs) Their anti-vax needs. (laughs) With nearly 70% of eligible Canadians fully vaccinated in the country, opening up, members of the anti-vaxxer lockdown movement are increasingly finding themselves having no choice but to deal with a pro-vaccine society. So what are anti-lockdown zealots supposed to do? For a start, they can create their own micro-society where freedom-loving Canadians can plan meetups, find dates, and buy and sell goods and services on a clunky website, a Craigslist for anti-vaxxers, if you will. That's what one activist is trying to do with Freedom Pages, a directory for freedom-loving Canadians, your one-stop shop for all your anti-lockdown needs. And it goes on in similar manner. I'm sure you can imagine exactly what the rest of this article looks like, but go read it for yourself if you're interested. Of course, the link will be in the show notes along with everything else. But yes, of course, people who actually care about bodily autonomy, people who care about freedom of choice, people who actually want to meet like-minded people are anti-lockdown zealots looking to slake their anti-vaccine needs. (laughs) (laughs) and other such inflammatory rhetoric. The enemy of the people, everybody. Um, Anyway, so thefreedompages.ca is... We can add it to the list of sites that are popping up, and I'm sure there are other sites like this that are popping up, probably in your locality as well, and... Obviously, as always, Solutions Watch is not just about me sitting on the clouds trying to hand things down to you. It's about your participation. So I hope that people out there will um, will also prefer whatever they've found um, online in order to help facilitate these these types of interactions and economic activities, etc. But of course, I would say the point of this is not is not ultimately to find people online who are similar and like-minded and of, of similar interests. No, 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 no. Of course. I mean, that's that's good. There's nothing wrong with that per se, but that cannot be the end goal of this. Of course, the point is to try to find and establish community offline in real life. And that may be a bit trickier. I would, I mean, I'm not here to tell anyone what to do, but I would say that if you are going through these online portals, the point is to try to find and establish offline community and then build up that real world community rather than simply spending all your time online. And then the question becomes, well, how do we do that? And that that becomes a trickier question, doesn't it? So there are a couple of things to say about this, Um, one of which comes actually from a listener who recently wrote in with some feedback about a community that this person was involved in in Mexico that has recently started along these lines that they've built up a small but thriving um, local community of people of like mind in their little area in Mexico. so um, I got some feedback from this person about how they started the group and and where it's going and how they they were they managed to grow it into a a going concern now um, in the dozens of people um, from a very small uh, local community that are now, actively participating in this group and coming together. So this listener writes, The inception and growth of a group fighting against the lies about the COVID pandemic and the coercion to take the COVID vaccines. Background. We are located in a medium-sized village in Mexico where a lot of expats, mainly from the U.S. and Canada, as well as other parts of the world, have chosen to make their retirement. Number one. Three women friends shared their thoughts on the COVID scamdemic and their decision why they would not, under any circumstances, allow themselves to be the guinea pigs for a not fully tested so called vaccine for COVID. Number two, they discovered that each knew a few others who felt the same way. Number three, they agreed to put out feelers to their contacts and invite them to gather at one person's house for a meeting to share thoughts. Number four, There were 15 who attended the first meeting, and we each left our names and contact information. It was agreed we would meet again in about a month's time. Meanwhile, more people learned about the little group, largely by word of mouth, and by the second meeting, the number had become 32. Number five, it was decided to give the group a catchy name that would express what the group was about, but the name would not be publicized so that we would continue to become known more by word of mouth. There is always fear amongst some that the unsympathetic thinking of others in the community could cause a backlash and might get in the way of the group getting on with things. Number six, the way the group would communicate with each other would be by posting on Telegram. This would be a place where we could share videos and articles taken from different sites in which up-to-date scientific and medical information was coming out on the evolution of the scandemic and the poisonous injections. It would also be a place where the upcoming meetings of the group would be posted And number seven, there are now, since our group's inception in May 2021, over 90 people signed up as members. It has been proposed that meetings in the future could be dedicated to different topics on how and what we can do to support one another in this changing world landscape. For instance, someone who knows about canning fruits and vegetables can give a seminar or advice on growing your own food. Someone else may be able to give advice about financial matters and ways be found as to how many, how one may be able to get around the VAX passports as they become mandated. All right, so that's one example of one listener out there who, in their lo- local community, has already started and is now growing a thriving community of like-minded people who are now starting to operationalize and start to think about how they can actually meet their anti-vax needs, a.k.a. their basic human necessities, as they are increasingly under the threat of being outlawed from society, well, then we're going to have to create our own society, aren't we? And there are groups that are out there doing that, and that's one example of how just a few people can start and start putting the feelers out and start growing a group. And as they say... Maybe, obviously everyone's going to be different, but maybe you don't want to be advertising that in a big way online and making you know social media posts to try to get people into the group, etc. Maybe you want it to spread by word of mouth so that there is more human-to-human connection um, that can hopefully vet people that are coming into the group, because there will be disruptors, especially once you reach a certain critical mass, there will be obviously people trying to disrupt what you're doing. And this is something that needs to be pointed out for uh, 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 several reasons. I mean, one of them is that, uh, uh, of course, there are going to be disruptors and, and people that are trying to censor your app or disrupt your in-life group, etc. That is going to happen. And sometimes that's raised as if that's an objection to even starting trying to find people in your community? Huh. I, I, the There's always an ellipsis in that argument, though. It's that, well, if you start something and it starts growing, well, they're just going to come in and try to undermine it. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's life. That's absolutely anything that we do. Anytime you try to build anything in any realm, if it starts to have success, people are going to come in and try to upset the apple cart in one way or another. Yes, that is life. Well, what... What exactly is the end part of that suggestion? So then don't start a group. No, obviously that is letting them, they, them, those win by default. Oh yeah, I I won't let them disrupt me. I won't do anything. (laughs) Yay. No, of course the point is to start something, to do something, to grow something. And yes, when you get success, absolutely, you will come under attack. But you are coming under attack because you are successful, because you are making a difference, because what you do matters. And so you should do more of it and you should spread it and you should make sure other people see it so that they can follow your examples and see what works and see what doesn't and we can learn our way forwards. That's how we grow, not by just sitting there cynically on the sidelines saying, well, I'm not going to do anything because if I do something and it's successful, then it might come under attack. Yes, of course it will come under attack. That's the point. Anyway, so I don't think that's um, really a a reason not to start a group like this. But it is something that you do have to think and take account of and be careful of. Now, these are all different ways. I mean, there's the online various portals towards starting a community meeting like-minded people. And there's something like finding like-minded people in your community, starting that by word of mouth sort of group, there's another, I, th- I suppose, more direct way to meet people in real life who share your concerns. And that would be the mass protests that are taking place right now all around the world um, as not just physical demonstrations of the fact that there are many, many like-minded people out there, but also as a way of, of course, meeting people who may actually share your views and concerns. And this is, I think, an um, a part of the... Protest um, idea that is, I perhaps so obvious that it doesn't need to be stated. But let's put it out on the table that yes, one of the things. I mean, obviously, just going out on the street and waving a placard isn't necessarily going to change the how vaccine passport mandates, etc. Although if it becomes an organized and and persistent movement of people who are saying hell no, it can actually have a political influence. But even beyond that, it is a place for you to literally meet like-minded people in real life without any of the social media or big tech overlords getting in, in the way of that interaction. And as always, again, just like just like online or just like in these communities that can be disrupted. Of course, there can be certainly people in those crowds who are not actually of like mind and have been inserted in there for purposes of disruption, etc. But again, it's like anything else in life. You have to um, be careful and, and be guarded to a certain extent. And obviously, don't always give out all your personal private information to random strangers that you're meeting for the first time. But at any rate, you can start to meet people and suss them out and eventually grow relationships with them over time, as you would in any other aspect of your life. Um, I, again, I think it's interesting to note that uh, I, in this space, especially, you start to see the propaganda of anti-vaxxers with their anti-vax needs, etc. No, this is just this is just networking, essentially, but it's networking in an environment where that networking can be... Um, highly frowned upon, shall we say, for specific, in this case, political reasons. Well, it's it's exactly the same as in any other aspect of your life, trying to meet like-minded people and trying to make sure that these are people that you can trust and build community with, etc. And there's no shortcut to that, and there's no 100% fail-safe guarantee that that's necessarily going to work out for whatever reason. But at any rate, we have to try. We have to try, because what alternative is there? Um, having said all of that, I would also... I'd be remiss in my duties if I did not once again ring the alarm as I was in last weekend's uh, editorial for the Corporate Report subscriber newsletter, which if you haven't read yet, please go and read it. As always, the free version is available completely for free. You can read the entire editorial for, uh, for free without being a Corporate Report member. And in that editorial, I go into the development of the next false flag narrative that is taking shape right now, that it's going to be the people protesting the COVID mandates are going to be the new domestic extremist terror threat, and swirl that in a stew with all of the other terror threats that the DHS, the Department of Reichland Security, is now putting out there, uh, warning people about. Um, It's these these damn anti-vaxxers and COVID protesters, and it's Iran, Russia, and China fomenting them with misinformation online. And oh, by the way, it's also Al-Qaeda, al Qaeda is regrouping in Afghanistan. Ah. All of this is being swirled around right now. And I guarantee you there is a domestic terrorist extremist threat narrative that is taking shape right now that Absolutely, there will be false flag provocateurs that are uh, put into these types of protest situations in order to stir the pot and and commit acts of violence in order to demonize the whole crowd. And that's already starting to happen. We're starting to see in protest here, oh, this this led to a, a counter-protest by Antifa, and it led to someone being stabbed. These sorts of events are already taking place, and we're getting the Department of Homeland Security terror threat notices. The entire apparatus is being put into place. So we have to be very careful about this going forward. Um, so definitely be cautious and take precautions and don't necessarily put all your eggs in one basket and don't commit yourself and and put yourself out there and put all of your personal details out there for every stranger um, to come across because they're not all on your side. Having said that, we do need to meet like-minded people. It is a very, very important thing. So I've put out some resources here. Of course, all the links to everything I've talked about today will be in the show notes. I hope you will explore them. And as always, as I say, I hope you guys out there will share your own experiences, any other uh, ideas you have, websites that you know or apps that you know of, and or ways of meeting people in your own real-life community that has helped you. um, Let's share. Let's grow and learn our our way forward by sharing this information and sharing our experiences. That is the way forward. Having said all of that, I think we're going to leave that there for today. Um, There's a lot to chew on and a lot going on in the world right now. So uh, I hope this is helpful in some way. Uh, That's going to do it for today. James Corbett, Corbett CorbettReport.com.